You're listening to Max and Friends with Max Tucci, right here on LA Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Max and Friends. If it's your first time joining us, where have you been? I've been here now going into 14 years. Hey, Sam, 14 years I'm here on LA Talk Radio. And I'm so super excited because now I'm on all podcasting platforms. It's still a phrase I'm learning how to say. Because when we first started this, it wasn't about podcasting. It was about internet radio. And publishers were like, we're not sending our talent to you. What's internet radio? Boom, drop the mic 13, 14 years later. Here we are. You know what it is now. So I'm like an OG podcaster. Speaking of OG, how you doing? You know, yesterday was my event in New York, in Bedford, New York, for the August West Foundation and Sustainable Farming. If you want to learn more, you can listen to last week's show at latalkradio.com backslash max. There you can get 13 years of shows. And also, if you're on Podbean or iHeartRadio or Apple or Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're up on all podcasting platforms. So you can find me there. And um, yes, Podbean, you know, we've been doing a lot with them and and they're great. So follow them on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Tucci. Keep me posted what's going on in your life because I want to know. So here's the reality. Yesterday in real life was my event. Today is Thursday. My event hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Let's just be transparent. You know, and so there's a lot of um, tension. It's my first charity event that I'm hosting out of, you know, um, pandemic, really to say, since I should say, since um uh, since COVID shut us down, because obviously it's still going on. So to say that it's out of it, uh, uh, the assumption is it's over. But um, for some, maybe it is. For others, it's real. So you do your math and you do your thing. What I know is that I'm here to entertain you and give you some love and to uh, just have some time to chill with me here on Max and Friends. So yes, the event is this Saturday. So yesterday. And uh, it's like back to the future. <laughs> Where's Doc? But and the DeLorean. Y'all remember the DeLorean? So yeah, so it's uh, going to be a really fun event. We have some amazing auction items. Clive Davis is going to review three songs, which I think is phenomenal. You get to have a meeting with him, the king of music, really, the soundtrack of our lives, you know, the documentary. Everyone from Aretha Franklin to, of course, Whitney Houston and Jennifer Hudson and Cynthia Revo, and the list goes on and on and on, and Bruce Springsteen, and you name it, you sing it, you know it, and of course, that's what friends are for, Dionne Warwick. You know, it's just one of those, the icons of, of the music industry and really entertainment, and a native New Yorker, you know, so we love Clive Davis on Max and Friends. He'll have to come on the show. You know, I'll have him on. Actually, tonight, Thursday night, I'm going to dinner with him. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on that and let you know what, you know, we've got in the mix of things. But so, yes, so the event, and then we have amazing garden designs. And Taja, as you heard on last week's show, donated vertical garden walls. And we have trips up to the farm, not my farm, but a farm up in New York, John Boy's farm, where the bullish farmer, you all know him, um, and the August West Foundation. So he's going to be doing like a whole outdoorsman 
with trout fishing, hunting, you name it, you're doing it with John. That's one of the uh, amazing auction items. And then we have possibly, I haven't decided yet, but a trip to my house in Colorado, a week stay there. So anyway, if you want to know more, visit the August West Foundation and give some love to um, to sustainable agriculture and just what's going on in the industry. You know, we'll talk about it here because I have an amazing guest, Sam. Don't bring her on just yet. We got to really just warm this up some more. Uh, speaking of warming, like in the kitchen, you're all just, what are you making for dinner tonight? <laughs> what are you making for breakfast and lunch? Tweet me at Max Tucci. Let me know. Oh, yes. Thank you for asking my note in the ear. Um, my book, The Demonica Way, is in like full swing. <sighs> you all have been a part of this elephant birth, so you know the exhale is real. Um, it's been quite the journey. Rizzoli is publishing it. We're super excited for it. And um, yeah, you all know the story. And there's always a story in a story in a story in a story, especially with this book. So maybe that will be another book. What do you all feel about me doing the Delmonico Way Italian style, where I show you how to entertain from the villa in Florence, Italy? Well, my editor and I were talking about it. I want to get the feelers. I know I got to finish one book first, but that's another one. And then I have another one and another one. And stay tuned to my uh, to my books, <laughs> the collection of books. <laughs> so on the show, don't bring her on yet, Sam. Jennifer Sawyer English, Miss Jennifer English, as I know her as my friend Jennifer, is a multi-award-winning broadcaster, culinary strategist, writer, entrepreneur, and culinarian who is the founder and host of the Food and Wine Radio Network based in Tucson, Arizona, editor-at-large for Food and Beverage Magazine, reaching over 14 million readers monthly. Her in-depth interviews and, and intellectual musings on the craft, history, and culture of all areas of food and drink have earned Jennifer the prestigious Gracie Allen Award from the Foundation of American Women in Radio and Television and the James Beard Foundation Award for Best Radio Show. Presently, Jennifer serves as the advisor to several food tech Ventures, CPG brands, digital media companies, and is the global strat strategic consultant with Lau and Associates. She's also the host. We've had so much fun on food of future of food, future of food. Uh, talk nerdy to me on Clubhouse. Go to Clubhouse right now. If you're not on Clubhouse, go right now. Get the app. I know this is me saying I wasn't going to do it. Now I'm doing it. Jennifer is a huge reason why I'm doing it. Because every time we're in the room, it's like uh, I get like a million DMs of I want to grow mushrooms on your farms. I want to talk about uh, <laughs> I want to talk about animals and 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 I want to talk about produce and planting. And that's just here on the farm. The conversations are endless. They're beautiful. We go on, and I feel like we could stay there literally all night. There's so much going on in her life. She's a mother. She's a friend. She's an inspiration. My friend Jennifer English. Welcome to Max and Friends. I love that you're one of my friends. Thank you so much for the privilege of being here to spend some time with you because I am such a greedy person. I want so much more time with you than I get because every minute is so rich and delicious. Rich and delicious, like our friendship. You know, the first time you're on Max and Friends, you're a friend. The second time, you're family. So when you come back the second time, dopo se la familia. <laughs> but we're already family because I know you. <laughs> Dopo, dopio, and we're family in more than one ways. You know, we share our we share our rainbow pride family too. So we family, yay! And we have so, so much to do for this community. And I want to applaud the idea of the Delmonico's Italian style cookbook. I love the idea of that. I love that you're wearing your Delmonico pride on your. I love that. 
Yeah, well, speaking of my pride, you're standing in the most luxurious atmosphere right now that it looks so much fun. Tell us where you're all right now. Where are you? So I live in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. I've lived here since 2014, and I actually consider myself a political refugee of sorts because as a same-sex family, I had to escape the red state I used to live in uh, to be safe. And I was really seeking a more welcoming culture. And I landed in one of the most beautiful places on the planet. And I hope I never have to leave because this really is an amazing, amazing city in the most beautiful part of the, the North American continent. The Pacific Northwest is just spectacular. Absolutely. You'll have to leave to come and visit the farm, though. <laughs> oh, no. and, I'm, and I'm hitting the road soon because the future of food is calling us all to action. And it's so important that anybody that loves food, loves to cook, loves to eat, loves to grow food, loves someone cooking for us, you have to pay attention in this moment in time. We are all being called to become architects of the future of food. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to start a business, but you have to be part of the conversation that leads to all the things that our food world is already in the process of becoming. It is so in the process of, of becoming. Things, you know, let me ask you real quick, crap. because when you say the bold statement of an architect, right? Yeah. It all of the assumption is I have to know the craft. So what do you tell our listeners who are saying, I'm not at that architect level right now, but I want to get involved. How do I do so? You're a connoisseur of one main thing. What tastes best to you? Mm. You're a connoisseur of what I call your flavor print. I believe everybody is born with a couple of things. One is a heart. I hope yours is a happy, hungry heart. But you're born with a fingerprint and your fingerprint on your thumb may look a lot like mine, but they're just different enough that somebody who's an expert can say that's Max, that's Jennifer. They're not the same person, but they're similar. I believe that every one of the flavors that we like the best makes up something that I call your flavor print mm. and that you and I may like many of the same things, but not everything we like is identical. And so in the same way that they look similar, but are definitely different, our flavor prints are similar, but different. And it's your job, my job, everybody's job to find out the things that taste best to us and become really self-aware about the foods and flavors and energy that gives us the most pleasure mm. and satisfaction in the world. What are some for you? What's your flavor print? You know, I'm going to start going back to my native New England. I'm originally from, from Boston and the flavors of my native New England are in my heart and soul. If I want to love you and I want you to know that I care about you, I'm going to reach in and go to my New England culinary roots and make things for you like my, my signature lobster roll. Max, I know you probably had a thousand lobster rolls in your life, but you haven't had mine. And when you taste mine, not only do you taste what a great lobster roll is, you taste my intention and mm. everybody that cooks for us. Oh my, that's the fabulous title of a book, it. Taste My Intention. Oh, that's, you need to do it. <laughs> that's what I dedicate my life to. Yeah, taste in my intention. Food, I know the architect's kind of a fancy word. I describe myself essentially... I'm, I'm the bus boy. Yeah. Let me clear your table. Let me make sure everything is, is cleaned up and that you just, you have a seamless, really hospitable, feel really welcome, lovely experience. I want you to come in and focus on 
absorbing and appreciating the hospitality. I want you to understand that, that only once that's there can we begin to cultivate conviviality. So let's and define hospitality. For you, what does hospitality mean to Jennifer English? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the guest of the great hospitality. I'm at Copper Penny Distilling in Vancouver, in North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And behind me here, I think you can see the stills and the operation that's really one of the, the most renowned in the world. They produce Vancouver dry gin and they're the wow. leaders in producing Vancouver dry gin. I'm gonna show you this fantastic bottle. It doesn't taste like anything else. It's not London dry gin, it's Vancouver dry gin. The world is made up of, I think we counted nine different gin zones. And the Pacific Northwest is its own gin zone with its own style of Vancouver dry gin. It's irresistible, it's delicious. And while I don't drink very much myself, I'm a kidney cancer survivor. I love talking about the art and craft of hospitality, welcoming and proper cocktails. Um, I'm using my friend Hannah Lee and company They've turned me on and I am a complete devotee of Fever Tree. And so I've made, so you can experience what it's like here, the Copper Penny a Proper Gin and Tonic. And I always do a split and double for people to get them started on the style. But when I want to tell you where I am, I also want to talk about some things that make hospitality come to life. It's intention. Where in your life do you encounter intention? in a very positive way. The fact is we encounter intention in the whole range and the whole spectrum of intention. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it right now, especially is coming from fear. We've got the pandemic lingering. We've got crazy stories about Russians tampering with our water supply. There are asteroids we're needing to blow up with nuclear weapons. We've got all kinds of things that make us feel unsettled and unsure. And so everyone's a little bit agitated or anxious or, or fearful. That filters in to everything you do, including your cooking, through sometimes the unintentional transfer of that energy. Mm. When you are a professional, as your family legacy has shown you, you step into the role of host and no matter what else is going on in the world, when I walked into that door and sat at my seat at Delmonico's, everything else fell away. And I was safe and well and welcomed. And I could have an extraordinary experience that made me realize that everything was okay. It, it was a reality check in a sense uh -huh. that, that while there are terrible things that I could focus on, I really have been given the gift of the intention of the host, uh -huh. of the chef, of the house where they've welcomed me. They've genuinely welcomed me. And yeah. now I have the freedom and the opportunity to experience conviviality, which mm. means playful, joyful enjoyment of breaking bread and, and having a meal together. Mm -hmm. The expression of what James Beard, the father of American gastronomy said, when he said food unites us. It does. Well, I'm glad you said that because, you know, Oscar Tucci, I was having this conversation the other night, especially on the heels of the Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix show. And not to talk about the show because that's not the focus, but the focus is when I ask people the question, do you know who the first trans American woman was who had the surgery to um, the, the transformational surgery? 
who is she? And everyone's like, uh, uh, was it this? Who is it her? Is it this one? No, no, no. And it's a woman by the name of Christine Jorgensen. And Christine Jorgensen, her first meal as a woman was at Delmonico's. Oh, that's so cool. And Oscar, my grandfather, got a lot of shit about it. The men were like, why are you letting him in here? You know, like the, the energy of that, of that machoism. And Oscar had zero tolerance for any kind of hate. He was really a man of doing this book for like 15 years. I never met Oscar. So for me to hear stories about him and the love that people have for him that worked for him, who are still alive in their 90s, some of them, all I could see were the glowing, glowing reviews of a man who loved. And so unity. And he wanted everyone to unite. You know, and that was the joy of Delmonico's come together. You could have Gypsy Rose Lee, you know, on a table shaking her shimmies and then in the corner have the most demure lady of, of Fifth Avenue or Park Avenue, you know, the socialite who would dream of being Gypsy Rose Lee. Right. And, and, you know, and so everyone just got together in Delmonico's. And so for you to feel that, to understand that, to enjoy, to taste the hospitality, and the and to smell the essence of hospitality, it was it was it was remarkable. And that's really it's all about self worth. It's all about self worth, and that's what my new book is about. You come on, and I am so insanely, jealously, greedily grateful that you spend even a minute on the Talk Nerdy to Me Club, Future Food and Hospitality with me, because I am so acutely aware that when you're with me and you share yourself and your time and you open yourself up to give the gifts to our, to our conversation. I learned so much, but you knocked me out this week. I've heard you say this several times in, in, in the, since I've met you, but you reminded me of something and I made you say it twice yesterday because it is right now needed more than ever. Mm -hmm. You said that there are three things that really are at the core of what we all need. And mm -hmm. to me, that was the wisest, most delicious thing you could have possibly said. And those words are, do you see me? Do you hear me? And do I matter? We collectively as humans have the desire to be known, to be seen, to be heard, to have our voices heard. And you know, when I do The Polished Woman, which is another show here, we say, I see you, I hear you, you matter, and I love you. It's the validation that we all desire. And that's what, you know, I, that's my intention every day is that when I wake up, I want people to know whoever they may be. I see you, I hear you, and you matter. So right now you're tuning into Max and Friends here on LA Talk Radio. My guest is the one and only Jennifer English. We're glad you're joining us because we're talking about food. We're talking about hospitality. We're talking about self-worth and we're talking about validation. Jennifer, so... Yeah, I, you know, it was interesting I, last night I, when you I said that. Can I make an observation? Please tell me. I want you to think about what the greatest service experience you ever had is in a restaurant. Anywhere in the world. Okay. People used to get it all the time at Delmonico's. It's what made yeah. it a legend. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about someone coming up to your table and looking at you and saying those things to you. I see you. Mm -hmm. I hear you. And you matter. In fact, you matter so much that there is nothing else in the world going on right now except you telling me how I can make your time with us mm -hmm. as special and delicious as it can possibly be. That's how, that is the definition of hospitality. 
period. And you we have to drop the mic at that, you know, because, and that was an experience at Delmonico's and that's the experience also where I feel there's millions of places anyone can go. So because the consumer, the diner has chose to be in that environment at that moment, be grateful, be grateful. And I'll tell you the experience. I was at, Pla this is one that I'll never forget because it's ingrained. I was young, my mother and I were in Paris. We were at Plaza Atenei and it was like two in the morning and I'm watching Ren and Stimpy cartoons because there's nothing else on. And I said, mommy, I want French fries. Call downstairs. So I call downstairs. The most incredible Caradon arrives with the most incredible linens and the most incredible flowers and the most incredible, I love the Plaza Atenei, um, you know, <laughs> dinnerware that good stuff. I have some, <laughs> I took them with me and um, the flowers and the presentation and the note. And as they lift the dome, the French fries are there. The mayonnaise is being prepared right there in front of me. And I was young at the time and I've experienced Delmonico's and I'm thinking all of this for French fries. I've, I mean, look, all these years later, I'm 43. What was it? 30 years later, I can still be in that moment of hospitality. That's a great moment. What was yours? What is one of yours? You know, like you, I am so blessed. And while I didn't grow up in a restaurant family, I grew up in a service family. My family was in the, the taxi cab business and the rent-a-car business. But that was not the business I was in. I always loved food. My great-grandmother, mm. she was the one who was in the business. In her dotage, she was the night room service manager at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Boston. And when I was very, very little, I learned what fancy was a la Ritz. Mm. It's not about fancy. I don't know how to explain that it's not about the fact that it was deluxe. Mm. It wasn't about, it was about the exquisiteness of the intention at every point that one yeah. encounters. And to this day, you know, you were asking me, what are my signature flavors from my native New England? You know, things like simple baked scrawn. Oh. You know, there's just some flavors that I can conjure up uh, that really don't taste like they're from any place else on the planet. When I'm up here in Vancouver, the salmon is abundant and fatty. Oh, my goodness. Fatty. Do you want to know what my signature recipes include? Tell me. There's a, there's a, there's a byproduct when you get these gorgeous, big, fleshy, fatty salmon, the kind with the salmon bellies that you really just oh. want to bite right into like a happy bear. <laughs> As they're trimming these fish and making them ready for filleting and sale, they trim off these little swimmer fins. Mm -hmm. Those are called delicious. They are the <laughs> salmon wings. I collect those from one of my friends in the business. And I love that your show is called Friends because you and I have friends in the business and there's nothing better. And so I have this friend uh, who's in the fishmonger business and uh, he, he saves me these little bags of these swimmer fins and I roast them off and I, and I give them a, just a, a gentle salt and pepper glaze. But one of my favorite recipes for the actual big pieces of salmon fillets I learned from another native here, it's simple. And you're going to laugh when I tell you because it's totally a grab a pencil recipe. You take the salmon, it takes three ingredients, mayonnaise, lemon, and brown sugar. No salt, no pepper, no nothing else. Trust me when I tell you. And you just put a gentle wash of mayonnaise so that it's practically translucent. 
a scant tablespoonful if it's a big piece of fish. Sprinkle on the brown sugar, squeeze the lemon, 400 degrees, about 8, 10, 12 minutes, depending on the size of the fish. It becomes something ethereal and magical. And you want to be a happy bear a la beautiful British Columbia. That's just such a good recipe. A la Jennifer English. Hello. <laughs> All right. On that note, you've made me hungry. And on that note, we're going to play a song here. And the song is a great song because it's one of my buddies who wrote it, Thomas Hibner. It's called That You Mean So Much To Me. So I'm dedicating this song to you, Jennifer, for your son. And when we're back, we're going to talk about the future of food. I'm your host, Max Sushi. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You bet. Walking around trying to figure it out Missing part that's lost inside of me Every once in a while there would be some teardrops Hitting the ground wherever I go It's not easy for me to let you go Even though I pretend you didn't bother me can't stop thinking about you that you mean so much to me knowing we were close having so much to say about you watching you walk away without saying anything towards something that could have been different right now all i was trying to do was to show my love to you Waiting for your blessing, knowing that you mean so much to me. Every day, wherever I go, pain of losing you made me think about you even more. Stop thinking about you That you mean so much to me Knowing we were close Having so much to say about you Watching you walk away Without saying anything Towards something that could have been different right now All I was trying to do Was to show my love to you Waiting for your blessing, knowing that you mean so much to me. It's hard to live my life, you are not by my side. I regret something, what I should have told you. It's not easy for me to let you go. One day my heart will let you go With the pain of losing you I will hide my broken heart That you mean so much to me That you mean so much to me Memories of you will never fly away from my heart Memories of you will never fly away from my heart. You mean so much to me. 
Memories of you will never fly away from my heart. Memories of you will never fly away from my heart. That you mean so much to me. You mean so much to me. I can't stop thinking about you. That you mean so much to me. Knowing we were close, having so much to say about you. Watching you walk away without saying anything towards something that could have been different right now. All I was trying was to show my love to you I'm waiting for your blessing Knowing that you mean so much to me That you mean so much to me This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Thomas Hibner, that you mean so much to me. Jennifer English, we're back. <laughs> I have a quick segment to do because it's kind of a new thing that we're doing here because people ask me when I'm in my office here in my studio in New York, what's on your desk? So we're playing that thing right now. I'm going to share with you, and then you'll share with us something that's around you. I have a few things. I have my little Baccarat crystal frog that you all know I love, my Baccarat. I have a candle. This I love this. A candle snuffer. This is a great piece from my buddy, y'all. We had him here on the show, Alexander Rosenberg, who's on that the glass blowing show. It's a great, great, great. I'm obsessed with this. It's my prism. I just love. And this is a gift from my pal Randy. When I moved into the house, don't ask. It's just one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> Wow. We're still trying to figure it out. My oddities here on Max's desk. So, Jennifer, what's around you that you can show and tell? We already um, saw the bottle, but show it again. <laughs> uh, oh, good. What's I this? am drinking from my friends, uh, the Gavinia family. Um, I'm telling you, this is the Don Francisco Family Reserve Coffee. This is the Mayan blend. It has a little bit of a cocoa note to it. I drink it every day. Oh my God. Well, they they're send based me in some? Los Angeles. They're, they're an American dream story. They started in Cuba. They came to the States. They came to Los Angeles. So LA Talk Radio. LA Talk Radio. Oh, wait. Success. Show us again. Hold the brand up closer to the screen. You know, we're going to show they... you. Look at there's the family on the back. Love That's it. the actual family that produces this. And you need to know this coffee. It's, it's in every grocery store, it's everywhere. And it, they're incredible people. Oh and my, then, I would course, love have them send me some. I need some. Yeah, no, you totally need to. I need and some. Then, and then my 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 Chanel lipstick. All right, you were complete. <laughs> I am complete. We're complete. So Jennifer English, there's so much you're doing. You have you're adding to your your repertoire. Tell us what's new for you. Well, you know when we're talk talking about the future, foremost. I'm going to be heading down to Austin, Texas, because we're kicking off South by Southwest 2022. And the team uh, at Little Herds has created uh, the future of food South by Southwest. And starting on November 3rd, all the way through March 2022, we're going to be having a series of events that I'm very proud to be hosting at the chef's table. And we're calling it Sobre Mesa, which means 
after the table. And my whole career in broadcasting and, and conversations and food has been come to my table where I've brought and assembled the most interesting and influential tastemakers to sit with us and have a conversation. Right now is the moment in time when collectively we need to come to the table. We need to sit and have these conversations. We need to hear each other. And we need to remember that we're going to have a real substantial say in what comes next. So what comes next? Well, I'm going to tell you, 60% of the food that you eat will be delivered to your home by the year 2030. Not my home. (laughs) Every home. Really? You think even my home, even if we consciously decide not to do it? You may not be getting in. Or what if I grow it here on the farm? (laughs) Well, you may be getting, you may not be getting prepared foods. A lot of people will be getting prepared foods delivered to your house. But food delivery in general, including groceries, including last minute, including 24 hour delivery, it's all coming. Pizzas that are made by a robot, they're coming. There's all kinds of things in the yeah, the AI that are coming. And in many respects- Is this a good thing or a bad thing? It's, 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 it's a really great thing Okay. if we do it the right way. Okay. I'm happy to have a, a robotic mechanism take over a tedious chore to free human beings up to do- We the do it with a vacuum. If anyone wants to challenge this, there was a broom and now there's a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. uh, and the Roomba, which is the robot that does it for you. Right. So I want you, I'm going to invite you on air because I love the idea that you can come and hang out with us, but come and co-host uh, Sobre Mesa with me at the, at the future food South by Southwest. South Tell by Southwest, when. as everybody knows, is one of the biggest events. And between now and 2022, we're actually going to be in Los Angeles. We're going to be in Texas. We're going to be having these events and these conversations with people who are really being impactful in our industry. What so else for, is coming? For those, pause real quick. For those who don't know South by Southwest, what does that mean? Explain to our listeners what that is. It's a it's a cultural event that started nearly forty years ago, and it started it's with its roots in music mm-hmm. and art. And now, as with all things, we've learned that the capital F Fine Arts expand into so many areas. And South by Southwest brings the most extraordinary, creative, and inspiring minds and talent together to make our world a richer, better place. There are conversations and seminars and master classes and thought leaders from every realm come together. It's really one of the most important, it's become one of the most important public intellectual events and cultural yeah. events in, in the world. It's, a, it's amazing. And you're bringing it to Clubhouse. And we're bringing it to Clubhouse, and we're bringing the future of food to Clubhouse. I, I, I have to talk say, nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. <laughs> so the talk nerdy to me club. If you don't know, please, Clubhouse is a social media platform that is spoken word. Imagine if you were here in the studio with either Max or me, and you could join this conversation. Wouldn't that be great? That's what Clubhouse is. You know, so, we used to be able to. You could. I used to have to say, call 323-203-0815 and join us on the show. Those are back in the, we could still do it. But, you know, there's something about Clubhouse, and you know this to be true because we've had the conversation, where I wasn't so eager to be on it. And you're like, no, Max, 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 Max. No, darling, Max. <laughs> you're like, you must. I'm going to invite you to this. And now I'm like, Jennifer, when's the next one? Jennifer, when's the next one? <laughs> Was I wrong? 
you are never wrong. <laughs> you are Jennifer English. <laughs> my existence. I, I, I don't want to be right. I want to be happy. But that's you know what I always say. Well, that's what Cher's mother told me once. She said, "Do you either want to be right or do you want to be happy?" Yeah. And I can say, you know what? I might not always be right, but I'm never wrong. <laughs> Listen, I want to tell you, we're going to take what happens with the. First of all, I want to talk about the fact that you're in the broadcasting and narrative storytelling business, and you're in the food business. If you're in any business moving forward, you're going to have to be a content producer, a storyteller. Everybody's got to get really good at this kind of thing. Mr. King, his daughter, the beautiful Monroe King, who does the intro for Max and Friends, used to teach content is king. Content is king. We're all heading there. So in the yeah. food business, in the hospitality business, there are opportunities that are starting to percolate. And I'm going to tease you with this thought. If 60% of the food is going to be delivered, then we look to the food delivery companies, mm-hmm. companies like Uber Eats and DoorDash, who are the early guys in, in the space. We're going to look to things like Amazon. We're going to look at Whole Foods. And you want to know what I'm going to say? I'm going to throw the challenge down to them. You missed a golden opportunity to make things better. Mm-hmm. And so there's this company called Box run by Jason Zucker. He's a fantastic mad scientist. He's truly- He's in Colorado. We're going We're going to have a meal together in a couple of weeks. When I, I go to Colorado the 26th, okay. I think the second we're having lunch or dinner. So I want you to imagine this. He said, did you know that one that nearly one in three delivery drivers touches your food and tastes your French fries? And that's a fact. And that's a fact. And that one out of four orders is wrong in some way and that it results in billions of dollars, massive amounts of waste loss. And that's a fact. We have to fix that. And so he set about to fix that. And Mm. so he created the box watch system, which is really a box that your delivered food goes in. You you keep an eye on it. It's like having a a, a virtual armored car for your dinner. Okay. I love it. And it makes it better. It keeps it hotter. It makes it cleaner. It does all kinds of sin. Everything about it is better. But that's only part of the story. The other part of the story is how can I help you make it better? Mm. And that's the connection. Where the connection comes. The connection. Well, look what I downloaded yesterday. Oh, the Sire app. That's another company that I want to tell people. Yes, about. I doubt you said yesterday, download it, download it. And here it is. Tell us about it. So another company that I'm an advisor to that I really want to turn people on to is called Sire, S-Y-R. And it's one of two or three companies in a very fledgling up and coming space that lets home cooks from anywhere in the world make the food. You asked me what my signature recipe was and I said lobster roll. Well, if I was from Malaysia, it might be a special kind of Malaysian noodles. If I was from Burma or Myanmar now, uh, it might be a special kind of salad. It might be a special kind of dumpling. If you are someone who has traveled and come to the United States from anywhere else in the world, and you miss the flavors of where you come from, imagine there's an app that you can go to to get some good old fashioned home Mm. cooking. You know, my my mom is Lithuanian. So I have to totally get into that because there was a soup that I had there and I've never experienced it anywhere outside of Lithuania. Okay. It's warm milk 
with a potato and the potato is grated, made into like almost a matzo ball, but a potato stuffed with um, ground meats, onions, dill. They love their dill. And they put this inside of the warm milk and Yum. then rukshtapiana, which is homemade sour cream on top. And if you're lucky once in a while with some beautiful slivers of beets. What's not to love about this? And it's like, it reminds me of when I was 12 years old at 1991, when Lithuania became independent, my mom and I went there and they served us this soup. And I was like, I've never had anything like it. My son is 12 and I'm saying, hello, mommy loves you. All right, so here's the thing. It doesn't matter what age you are. When you have a food that has touched your soul, it yes. stays with you till you're a hundred. And I want people to remember this with sire, Say you can't go home because there's COVID or you can't go home for any reason. And you have this longing, this, this, this starving that the only thing it can really be satiated and satisfied, filled by is some home cooking because mm. home cooking isn't just the food and the flavor. It's the intention that went into it. There are some classic dishes that there's no other way to make it, but with love. So imagine if you could go on Sire and look in your area and see if there's anybody that makes anything and you go, I'll, I'll try that because that's going to be the home cooking I'm, I'm craving. Because mm. the thing that I'll tell you happens, and I believe this with every fiber of my knowing and being, that when someone cooks for you and they use their love and intention and they use a wooden spoon and you wonder, Nana, how did, how did this get so delicious? The wooden spoon isn't just a kitchen tool. It's a magic wand. Mm -hmm. And all of the love and the magic goes into whatever it is you're cooking. An Italian pasta sauce. Whatever it is. A soup, a stew, a yummy. It'll taste better because I've put my love into it. Through this little magic wand of a wooden Absolutely. spoon. Absolutely. And so that's what home cooking has that nobody else can offer. There was a whole movie about it called Soul Food. <laughs> it's so, Soul Food. But so Sire is spelled S-Y-R. For our listeners yeah. listening, go get the app. It's a free app. S-Y-R. There's a and little they're expanding like And they're expanding like crazy in yeah. other markets. But you can get Mama Huang's um, Malaysian. I mean, there's so many great foods. There's so many. But, you know, I just, when you were talking about that spoon, that wood holds the energy. Right? It's the energy. And emotions are energy in motion. So whatever emotions were put into the love for that soup, stew, whatever it is, that that emotion is an energy when it's being prepared. All right, so let's go back to those gorgeous items on your desk. Every Handmade. single one of those carries the energy of the person that gifted those to you. Yeah. And a reminder, the note was the best. Alexander Rosenberg writes, I was wondering what to do with these prisms. And when you commented on Instagram, I hope, I hope you like it. Thanks for all your support. He thought of me. It's the validation. I see you. I hear you. You I matter. I see you. I hear you. And he's an artist, you know, and this is like, this is a, an extension of, of his love. So it's all, there, there's hospitality in art, hospitality in food. There's hospitality in this moment right now in conversation. We welcome you to the show. The illusion of time, Jennifer, is before us because we're going to have to wrap this up. We only have a couple more minutes. But if you were to sum up the future of food, how would you sum it up? Hopeful, heartfelt, 
and really nutritious. Nourishment is the word I want to use. Mm. And one of my all-time favorite words, Max, you know this, I practically, I, I, I feel like I need to have it be the name of my company. Um, irresistible. If you're going to do anything, if you're going to make anything at all, get to irresistible. It's the hardest thing to do. And the second hardest thing to do is to get to irresistible and then stay there and keep making it irresistible. If you don't get to irresistible and you say, well, that's good enough. That's not, that's not ever going to be good enough. You've got to get to irresistible with it. Um, but I also want to say that the simple things, you know, I have a Flavor Bank, a spice company story to tell you, because we, we're the Cartier of peppercorns at Flavor Bank, right? And, mm -hmm. and Peugeot pepper mills used to fill their mills and, uh, with our peppercorns, and we did the official refills for them for, for ages. But there are small things you can do, like really perfect peppercorns and really delicious little simple crystal salts that bring up flavors. Give yourself the gift of intending to have the most delicious, satisfying meal you can have. Mm. And, and keep an eye out for some of the technology that's coming. There's some really amazing people. And the one thing is we've got to feed everybody. And I want to leave you with this thought, Max. In the Andes Mountains in South America, there's this principle, this, this sort of law called AYNI, A-Y-N-I. And it's this idea of equal exchange. The future of food has to be an equal exchange. Uh -huh. Nobody can exploit at someone else's detriment because to do so is to really contribute to the disequilibrium in the universe. The future uh -huh. of food is going to create more harmony and equilibrium in the universe if we uh -huh. do it the right way. If we do, if we have the intentions to do it the right way. And, you know, you said the word gift, and that's what this whole show has been, is a gift to have you here on Max and Friends. I appreciate you so much for joining me. I see you. I hear you. You matter. I love you. And I'm going to leave my listeners with this. It's one of my favorite quotes from Alan Watts. I want you to take this into your next now moment. To have faith is to trust yourself to the water. When you swim, you don't grab hold of water, because if you do, you will sink and drown. Instead, you relax and float. Until next time, take life to the max. I love you all for tuning in. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, and good karma. I'm your host, Max Tucci, from Max and Friends. My guest, the one and only Jennifer English. Until next time, peace, love, love and intentions. You're listening to Max and Friends with Max Tucci, right here on LA Talk Radio.